God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardships as the pathway to peace. Taking as he did this sinful world as it is, not as I would have it. Trusting that he will make all things right if I surrender to his will. That I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever in the next. my dears welcome to episode 27 of a coming out we're here on palma media where you can listen to amazing podcasts um portuguese music three stations new shows coming up so thank you palma and um we're here as we talk been talking mm-hmm. about our journey with addiction Ish. Mom's journey with addiction. Ish. My journey with addiction. A nossa história, a minha história. Uh, eu penso que. English. I was, yeah, oh, I yeah, was oh, going to say that. Uh, oh, she's telling them. O episódio de hoje é para. Vamos falar em inglês porque temos uma convidada connosco. And she. Uh, she doesn't understand Portuguese too well. So we were we we're going to speak English. Most everybody. My poor English, not that good. No. But that's okay. No, no. Uh, but welcome. Welcome. Again, this two weeks went by so fast. Awesome. And this time, remember, I told you I would be so happy this week. Mm-hmm. This episode. I remember you telling that. So without further ado... I'd like to welcome to coming out for the first time speaking about her addiction, her struggle with family members with addiction and her views on addiction. My mom's granddaughter, my beautiful daughter, my Chelsea Ferreira. Chelsea Ferreira, my daughter's here. Hello, everybody. It's such a blessing to be able to be here. Thank We're you finally, for the blessing for us. back together, yes. the generation of women. Yes. Um, and this is my first time seeing it done in person, and I'm hmm. very impressed. Oh, thank you. And I'm very proud of both of you. Thank because you. Because these are topics that aren't spoken about enough. And no. it's, you know, people feel shame and, like, uh, shameful to speak about some some hardships but i am so grateful that you guys have an open an open door for people to come as yes. they are no matter whether they're the yes. addict or the you know uh going through a journey with someone with addiction i think yes. it's so important that this is spoken about and especially so in our community I, exactly and i'm so proud of both of you thank and, you yes. and i'm proud I'll, of you yes that and you'd I'm be able to be here with us for being able to talk about it. it's not easy you know, I was It's taken us 27 episodes, right, yeah. Mom? Hey, that's why I always talk about hope. 
Yeah. You have to have hope. Without hope, you're not. You're anything. You yes, know, I mean, nothing. without you having something that you want, that hope, that life that you want to see, it's uh, how can you survive? How can right. you go yeah. day by day without that hope? Yeah. And I, it's interesting that um, I was uh, thinking um, to myself. This 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 thought came to my mind, and I said. Gosh, I never, I never really thought about that. Um, and this came up, and I, I want to talk about that yeah, a little bit. Sure. Um, so here's surprise topics, guys. <laughs> hot topics. Yeah, hot topics. <laughs> hot topics. At the, the time that Bobby was on his own thing, doing his own thing, uh, that was him. He was involved with drugs. Um, you know, we, and our house was chaos, you know, yes. we were, um, we were, we were involved around him. It was his world. It was his world. And we went to that world, yes. you know, we were living that even world. if you like it or not, you went to that world because you, you were seeing what's going on and didn't know what how to deal with that exactly um so um we all like people involved were us living in at home Mm -hmm. family they weren't there living they weren't Mm -hmm. there seeing Mm -hmm. the everyday thing Mm -hmm. you know was me you your father grandmother and your grandmother Mm we we are dealing with that everything with everything yeah when i got pregnant bobby said i'm gonna change bobby promised that he would change he promised i'm gonna be an uncle now i'm going to be different i want a new life i want to be an uncle i want to be a good example and i thought oh lord thank you thank you lord i'm pregnant and i'm gonna be honest with you guys it was out of wedlock yeah. It was out of wedlock. I was, I got pregnant at 19 years old. Um, and that too was because of addiction. I believe I left my home because I could no longer tolerate the living circumstances. I could no longer live in that world with my dad or my brother. And I could no longer be there to protect my mom because I I always felt as a kid I I never liked sleepovers I never liked to go places because I always felt like my mom what is she going to do? Who does she have? And so I never wanted to go but then as I became an adult and right away boom I got pregnant and I had this beautiful girl that's 20 going to be 28 years old 29 29? Oh my god! I thought you were gonna be twenty-seven. Twenty-eight. Getting old. Oh man. I'm so, it. <laughs> what, um, so we didn't know how to, to deal with that problem. I mean, we didn't know. Oh, he's doing drugs, and and uh, my God, we didn't we didn't even well, know. Especially in those days, there weren't many outlets like now. There's social media. There's groups mm. you can find on Facebook. Exactly. There's podcasts. Like, exactly. Back then, it was like you keep that in your closet and you don't let anybody see no. it. Yeah. And everyone just pretended yes. that their realities yes. were Pretend. cookie cutter perfect. Yes. But 
That's yes. why it's so important to speak about this. And yes. you're breaking down um, doors for your generation too, because this is something you know people don't talk about this stuff. No, no, they, and they, they're scared to. They don't which want. Which is why I'm grateful that I. I mean, I didn't go it through as extreme as you both did, obviously. But you but touched. I grew uh, up fast when it came to drug addiction and just addiction in general, and it was something that. Um, you know, I had a lot of friends whose parents were addicts or I had, you oh. know, uh, people that dealt with that at home. So oh. I was kind of able to give them my perspective yes. and advice as a kid, because as kids too, you don't, you don't know who to talk to about that stuff. Oh. Cause you're like, Oh my gosh. Like I, I want to, you can go back to yeah. that. Cause I want to talk, oh. touch that exactly yeah. what you said. Yep. Um, friends, the thing have. that I didn't think about that's that's right but now is very strange for me yeah um is like uh i wasn't thinking like how is nancy feeling about this yeah you know what are her thoughts what are her feelings about a brother being like that we were so involved, so common. focused on him because he had that disease. Yeah. I never, I heard, I mean, I knew that alcohol, you know, that Papa, your grandfather drank, you know, yeah. those days. And then he stopped for nine years, then he went back. But it was just like, we were so focused on Bobby that I didn't know. Just to go, we didn't go to Nancy to your mom and say, Nancy, are you feeling about that? You know? Nancy, what do you think about your brother? It was just because she was doing good. She was in school. She was, you know. She was good at pushing it down and pretending. Exactly. But those because days. Because she probably already felt like, oh my gosh, my brother's getting all this negative attention. I don't want to cause any attention to myself. So invisible. you just wanted to drift and be oh. a floater. Yeah. But and that's, oh, it, it's hard. A lot of families doing this yeah. at this moment yeah. with yeah. siblings, yeah. they are not. And that's what you can speak upon yeah. now. Yeah. Yes. Don't. Don't neglect your your other kids. No. Maybe they have two or three other kids, or then one is addicted. You can't forget those other kids. Yeah, I mean, we the neg the neg being neglected. You as we weren't like that doesn't mean that we were not you guys taking care of you. No, and I, no, I mean, no. and you always had everything no, you wanted. Yeah. Just on the way. Just the conversations. Because yeah. we. These mothers now, for parents that don't ask the other sibling, what do you think about your brother or your sister being like that? Or, are, are you okay? Or, what do you feel about that? I mean, exactly. get in touch with their feelings yeah. because That's such an important message. Yeah, yeah. because so they important. are there. Yeah. The addict, we can't do nothing about because you learn that I learn that I could, I, I mentioned this here so many times. The first time I went to one Al-Anon meeting, because my priest told me, Teresa, you can do this alone. You gotta look for Al-Anon. And I found an Al-Anon place, right in Santa Clara. Yeah. When I went there and my mind was, oh, 
yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to learn things to change Bobby not to take drugs. That was my mentality on those days because I thought on that meeting, like you go to a retreat, you go to a meeting about, I mean, religion and this, yeah. and you learn things, you change yeah. your life, yeah. you know, you change things because you want to be a better person. And I thought for sure that I was going to go to that meeting and they were going to teach me and I was going to learn how to stop Bobby from taking drugs. Well, that does not happen. It didn't happen. Okay? So. You went to learn about yourself. Yeah, yeah. And then after I had to learn how to deal with this, how, how. How was that disease? What is this disease? What is it doing? Yeah. I remember ask, ask ask a guy in my work. You met him before, uh, Robert. There was mm, a big guy. Yeah. I used to say, Robert, what do I do? You know, you're a guy. What do I do as a mother? See, I was looking for answers. Somebody. Because I could see his... And I said, oh, Trees, one of the things you can do is cry. Cry, cry, cry with him. If you cry, he's gonna be sort of no. Those are yeah, different gen. I mean, I mean, yeah. I could cry. There's cultural differences, but with Chelsea, I feel like she learned. Probably, I told you guys the story about when she had cocaine on her finger at three years old when my brother lived with us. He did a line of cocaine or meth or whatever that is. It on my bathroom counter, and she it had on my toothbrush, not my finger. My toothbrush. I'm sorry. I was about to brush my teeth, and you came in, and you were like, "How no. do you know?" White stuff. There was you just white powder. I think I might have gone. You maybe been like, "What? Like what?" Is, Some, I don't know. Yeah, no. this, she was little, and 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 I took his bike, and he had his bike parked out. We we lived in a two-story apartment. Yeah, I remember. He had his bike there. And I grabbed his bike. I don't know who gave me the strength, but I thought I was Incredible Hulk. I picked up that bike and I threw it over the railing. Remember we had that pool? Yeah, there? yeah. I threw it over the railing and I said, never come back. But then you go back. Yeah. You go back and Chels, for you, you couldn't understand why do they keep bringing this guy back into my life? Well, no, because he was well, always really. How did you really, feel? He was tell always us. Really good yeah, tell us about that. How you feel? Yeah, well, was... you know, um, it was hard because growing up, he was like one of my best friends too. Though he was very hands-on, very like would play, take me places. Yeah. I didn't really, I never saw him right. partaking in that. So as a kid, I just, it was just normal. Yeah, it was normal. And yeah. then when he would disappear for a few months. And then I get a letter in the mail right. talking about, oh, I'm going to change. This oh, is yeah, going to happen. Oh, no, I didn't know. You know, releasing a balloon saying that's my addiction mm. going up. And, you know, you have hope in that. But it was kind of messed up, all of the... Uh, I didn't even remember those things. It was shows. a lot of, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, disappointment. disappointment. Oh, so Disappointment yes. as a child. Yes. Uh, you know, being promised certain things and kind Birthday of just seeing parties, that. And, not coming. But it also kind of uh, gave you. me gratitude to appreciate those around me right. more so. 
Like, you yeah. know, my uncle's kind of all over the place, but at least I know my grandparents and parents are there for me 24 seven. Like, yeah. it's like, you have to have a sense of gratitude. Right. Because I also learned too, like, no matter what you do, you can't change people. No. You can never change no. people. No. You, you can pray, yourself. you can give advice, but you know, it is a disease and they it's- choose it every it, day. Yeah, it's a choice. Mm -hmm. It is. It is a choice. It's a choice. And, and no matter what we did, you could never change. No matter no. what we say, you know, because that's what he wanted to do. But it also, I feel like you get so lost in like the mental health aspect of it that it's like, is it a choice or is this who they are now? Like embedded. It's like yeah. embedded in yes. them. It's hard. It's part of them. It becomes part it's of so them. Hard. Like I said, Bobby's <sighs> just a shell right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's gone. Yeah. He's been gone. He's been gone, and that's a that's a tough pill to swallow sometimes, because yes. when we when Chelsea and I saw him, we saw a shell of a person. I mean, it was yeah, it was so disturbing. It was terrible. Tell us the story, because okay, mom yeah. uh, told us so. But tell us your your, version. your, your view well, yeah. of so the story. The last time I saw my uncle was what fifteen years ago. Like, how old was yeah. I really though? Like. Are you really 11, 12, 12, yeah. And it was when you were going to sing the national anthem. years ago. Yeah, so I hadn't seen him for a very long time, uh, but we went thrifting, mm -hmm. or retail therapy as we like to call it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I was just walking around the store, doing my normal thing, looking, looking. That's Asia, see? Yeah, that's Asia. <laughs> and um, I was looking at the jeans, and I remember I was on this one rack where on the other side it was men's jackets, and then the other side was women's jeans. So I was looking through, and I always like to kind of be aware in thrift mm. stores, and I looked up, and we locked eyes. Mm. And I got instant chills, instant just like, um, I knew, anxiety. I knew those eyes. I'm like, oh my goodness. And then I went to go find my mom, but before I did, I was like, Bobby, and like he like looked, and I was like, Oh my gosh, like this is him. Like, I need to go to my mom now. Because I yeah, didn't, I was like, I'm yeah. not about to yeah, yeah, initiate yeah, yeah. this. After all those years. I felt sick to my stomach. Yeah, I felt yeah, yeah. so sick and we such agniage. And it was just like, oh my gosh. But, and, it, and at the same time, embarrassing. Embarrassing. Because he went in there looking the way he looked, and those people know us as. We are their customers. We come in, we have a, a relationship with those people. And I had to tell the lady, hey, if you ever see my brother, can you please give him something? Let him take something. Oh, of course, Nancy, of course. But we stayed hugging. They had to kick us out yeah. to the front because we were crying. And imagine after t 20 years, you mm -hmm. see somebody, it's like seeing a ghost. Mm -hmm. And I went to hug him and he was just bone. And and Chelsea just kind of was angry. I wasn't necessarily angry. I was just kind of reserved and guarded because mm. I I guess I was a little angry that it's like, you've been gone 15 years. Yeah. You were gone when Vava passed away and yes. your mom and, and sister needed you. Yes. So I kind of feel like for me, there's a little bit of resentment there because yes. I'm protective of my family because right. I had to watch everyone pick up the pieces when he would keep disappearing. Mm -hmm. And he had to keep, you know, going to rehab and doing this and that. Jail. But while we were at home Sundays trying to feel like a normal family and feel like there wasn't a void and something was wrong like it was just so yeah i do have a little bit of resentment yeah. i let go of it yeah i let go of it because i was able to kind of tell him exactly how i had been feeling 
uh, for the past 15 years, you know, um, that, I don't know, it's just, it's such a hard situation because it's like, he still has the power to change, but mm -hmm. it's, at some he point, we have to stop to. blaming ourselves and stop blaming, like, there's only so much we can do as human beings. Yes. While also maintaining our own mental health. Yes. And our own, you know, I was telling B this the other day, I like to have cocktails every now and then, but I have to keep yes. myself in check because addiction is hereditary. Mm -hmm. Yes. Whether people, I don't know if that's a fact it's or true. not. true. But it's for me, true. I have to be like, okay. It's genetic. I am very cautious. I've never done drugs in my life uh -huh. because of my uncle. I saw how that tore my family apart. That was never going to be me. Cocktails, you know, every now and then, yes, but overall, no. Yes. It's like, it's, and that's scary it too deep. to have to think about that yeah. stuff. But I'm Why glad. Why can't it just be normal? Because that's yeah. not normal, though. Yeah, we're not and normal. And I'm glad that we're not normal. Because, but nobody's normal. No. And nobody's like you were saying, I wanted to touch on something that you said in the beginning. You also were dealing with your uncle, who was an addict. Yeah. Okay. Your grandfather, who was an alcoholic, you saw a lot, a lot of that. Never around me, though. Not no, the but, stories you. No, but you know, remember, you say, "Papa, yes, don't yeah. drink." As a little Which, kid. Now and, I don't. You know. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and then I went through my addiction. Yeah. And Chelsea and I had a huge disconnect when that happened. Um, you already shared here your addition to alcohol and you share but that was what, because she was never offered a space to talk about her mental state and i see that now you were a young mom you went straight into mom mode you didn't want to impose that on anybody you didn't want to impose on anybody because everybody always has so much going on in their lives that people like i do have mental health issues as well and sometimes i don't yes. reach out to people because i'm like everyone's got so much going on yes and it's hard and so you cope with yeah. that so i understand so like your addiction you know you you went through your stuff but it was you never it, saw it could have it, been a like, hundred million times yeah. worse based on the trauma that you have been through in your life so you need to have some grace within yourself because you don't Thank do you. that anymore Thank you're not you. that person anymore no. mm -hmm. and you were able to heal and really um but you also had friends close friends I did, with yeah. family members that were drug friends. addicts that she would come crying to her and say my mom's on drugs again chelsea what do i do yeah what do i do my mom yeah. and they would do drugs in front of my Chelsea that I didn't even know when she would go there for sleepovers. I didn't know that was a drug house. That's wow. another thing. These parents, you know, you, the friends, we talk about friends, but Chelsea had to be strong. Mm -hmm. Around all of that push and pull, constantly, come here, Chelsea, this is where it is. This is where you go. This is addiction. Look at your family. Look at your friends. Look at who's around you. This is going to be you. And she said, no, it's not going to be me. Never. Never. And, and I, that's, I you know... give him grace for that. Mm -hmm. I give him grace for if any good came out of his life, it was that you never touched drugs. And you were able to tell him that. And what did he say to you? I don't even remember. He said, thank him. you for telling me that at least I know my oh, life. Yeah, at least that something, something yeah. kept you from doing drugs. But that conversation that you had needed to happen, right? Yeah. And what do you, what do you, 
What do you feel for people out there listening that are dealing with... I mean, I have the most respect and compassion because, you know, um, they say with kids, no two kids, like, they're not the same at all. They do different things. And I feel like that's kind of the same thing with addicts is, like, it's always similar but different. So for everybody listening, dealing with... um, whether it be addiction with yourself or with family members, first and foremost, you are not alone. You will never be alone. Do not seclude yourself. There are so many resources and so many people who are um, able to have this conversation now and able to kind of let their guards down. Because like I said earlier, it is if you feel shame, because especially in the Portuguese community, it's not something you talk about. You don't talk about that. So everybody listening, you know, you... um, you have a great purpose and you know that you do what you can but don't have that guilt because you at the end of the day you are responsible for yourself yeah and just as long as you know you you support and love that's all you can do talking that's about can guilt yeah. um when i start going to the meetings and my heart may and and your grandfather that um we did something wrong no you didn't wait that's that's what i was thinking we did something wrong we did not but i'm proof of the opposite we did not try yeah but we did not try enough this was my thinking when i went to lennon we did not try enough for him to change okay that's what i so we did something wrong and one day I was, I share, I share my story. You know, they told me, can you speak about your story? I said, yeah. After a year or so. Oh, no. Uh, the first meetings, quite a few meetings, I just kept quiet. Right. I was just listening to that mom, to that mom, to that mom, to that dad, you know. I was just receiving everything. And even in the beginning, if I wanted to share, I couldn't. I would just cry. And um, then one day I said, I think it's my fault and my husband's fault that my son is still out there doing drugs. And I think it's our fault that he is doing drugs. Because I was thinking, well, I saw your father, he saw your father drinking, you know. I did too. Oh, yeah, but I was, but you were different than he was obviously and him not i said maybe it's because he sold this and they said oh no it's not you have to think it's not your fault let go of that he yeah it it takes it takes uh, it took a lot of years to let go let go and let God take care of that. Yeah. It, it took me a lot of years yes. to realize that. Yes. Yeah. To go to bed and think God is taking care of him. I cannot take care of him anymore. Yeah. And yeah. you parents out there, please, you can't do anything. Just give him to God. Amen. And uh, and the parents that I've kept seek help. Yes, and then the seek parents. Somebody to talk, a neighbor, a friend, 
someone you yeah don't harm. don't do this alone no. uh, it's okay this is unfortunately this is a thing it's all over the and world it it's all over the families like we talked about with with Carlos Vieira knocking doors down we want to mention that book again we're still reading it and we're still getting through it I want to read you guys some stuff later on in uh, some upcoming episodes before we have him as a guest as well but what I was trying to say is he came from a silver spoon he had a silver spoon when he was born never wanted for anything Drugs do not discriminate. You can be the richest of the rich and the poorest of the poor. And drug addiction will affect your family in some way, shape, or form. You will be touched by addiction sometime in your life. Either you're going to know somebody or you're, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. You, you know, and one thing that I heard, I read on this book is. He says, I never stole nothing from anybody. Mm, that's nothing. the difference with Bobby. He never. Because he, well, he didn't need it. Because he worked. He worked. He worked in his business, his dad's business, you know. So he was getting a paycheck. He, he, he was getting, money you know, money. And, and he, he didn't need to. Maybe his mind could go, oh, you know, I'm going. No, he never did that. But like Bobby he didn't have anything and I found out through this book Carlos Vieira I found out that they call uh, meth amphetamines the drug of the poor mm -hmm. because it's cheap and addicting you get addicted to that it's really mm. bad forever addicted so um six percent not our fault, not your fault, but the parents that that we did have Bobby on our home until with until we were seeing that it was too much that he was abusing us. It took him a, a long time to see that he was abusing us. Mm -hmm. He would come and eat and take a shower, take wash his clothes. But he was you taking were, advantage you were of us. enabling him in a sense. Exactly. Because you were like, hey. You're not gonna get better, but no, yes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, it took me a long time to understand that. Yeah. I finally understand me and dad, so, you know. Yeah, so. it's hard. And then for Please, anybody out there. Please, don't let your kids abuse you. Yes. Don't let your kids. There has to be boundaries. boundaries. Yeah, there has but, to but be they're boundaries. not. I know families, your mom knows families that they are at home living in a war battle zone they are at home they're doing bad and the parents don't can't say no nothing they they they're scared and this is amazing that you started this this year because imagine because of this pandemic how many yes. people have relapsed i said that of being quarantined I said that, this is yeah. another thing that our government needs to focus on is the mental health of everybody yeah. because addiction oh. and mental health go hand in hand yes. okay people addicted to meth aren't your everyday Normal, people who are thinking can go to no. a job no, no, no. can we have so no. that is why um i'm very passionate about mental health and just this conversation is so important to be heard because and we're so thankful that you decided you to come no, in and it's, and it's share scary. part of your you know, story it's scary. my best friend's 20 year old brother is addicted to fentanyl 20 years old mm. having withdrawals right now trying to get better and he's shaking 20 and years sick. old 
Sick. Started in high school. He's addicted bad, and she's afraid. It's, it's like it's like legal uh, overdose limits. He's doing. It's terrible. He's twenty. Oh, twenty years gosh. old. And and these kids now are doing what is it? Fentanyl. Fentanyl. Yeah. What is that? Fentanyl. Well, it's a drug used for cancer patients. Oh, okay. It's a drug used for people with extreme chronic illness. I don't know. Let me see. I need to find and, the exact. Um, it's for people, because my mother-in-law had it when she was in the rest home. They gave it to her, it's time released. It helps with the pain. But these people are getting it in its raw form. And she told me he puts it on a spoon mm. and then he uses a lighter. Yeah. 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 And he the burns that he, he, he melts, I guess. And you take it like, you drink it. Or I don't even know. I don't know. Oh you smoke goodness. it, she said. I don't you know, smoke but from it is. Spoon. Oh, so fentanyl is a synthetic opioid. Okay. 50 times stronger than heroin mm. and 100 times stronger than morphine. <gasps> so Whoa. it's a huge thing right now. So that's Whoa, another yes. thing we all have to pray for oh, and be yes. mindful of. And that's why fentanyl I. It's, it's with kids, though. Like I say, kids. Like I'm Because of the quarantine. Because of. I told because nobody talks about mental health. You go on social media; it's a perfect picture. My life is perfect. Everything's yes. perfect. Everything's yes. perfect. No, it's, it's not. not. Get help if you're going through anxiety, depression, mental it's health, okay. addiction. It's okay to ask for help because it's so normal. It's okay. Stretch my foot real quick. It's okay. <laughs> We're gonna take a small break here for some music, and uh, we'll be right back. Thank you. You're Thank you. To coming out. See you soon. Church. 
because it's the title is re-surrender and I believe that that's hand in hand with addiction um, oh yes surrendering yourself as the addict surrendering yourself um, and re-surrendering every time you fall off that wagon you can re-surrender to God you can re-surrender to him you can re-surrender and come out of that addiction and be a productive human being and have a beautiful family. You, there is always hope that that is what our kids- And, and it the, happens. And people get off of drugs all the time. And, and um, the problem is, is that they believe God doesn't, doesn't like them anymore. No. Doesn't God doesn't want me because I was an addict. Please, anyone that's out there listening, re-surrender yourself because you can ask for forgiveness every Amen. single time. And those are the people that Jesus was most drawn to. Let's be Amen. honest. He Not, didn't like the perfect people. No, he, I mean, he loved the he, perfect people. He didn't come for the perfect. But he didn't. He came no. for the ones who needed his help. The most. The yeah. ones were okay, they were okay. He came for the other ones. The broken. I have the broken. I have a book that it's circulating. Mm -hmm. Do you know which yeah. one? God loves an unmade bed. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? God loves an unmade bed. When when your bed is, a mess. you don't make your mat a, a bed. It's a mess. It's like a person. He come. loves an unmade bed. I mean, he loves anyone. Anyone that is. Yeah. All confused, all you know. Yeah. He, he, so. Um, and those moments, I feel like you can get closest to God. Yes. Because you know we need Him in day to day life, but sometimes we forget because oh things are good, we're all healthy right when now. When you're good, oh, yeah. We're just living, mm -hmm. you know. But in those moments, when He's the only hope that you have, is an opportunity. You hold on. 
to you know grow spiritually and yeah. with God and, and that's exactly what he wants he wants yeah. us to get close to him yeah. as every day yeah. go to him with your problems go to I we tell this so many times of go to him with your problems go tell him I I talk to God like uh, I'm talking to a friend you know I tell him my what hurts me I tell him what I'm thinking I tell him what what I'm gonna do please let me know you know it's that's the relationship that's we have should have do. a relationship we talked about that a lot yesterday but yeah you know um thank you Chelsea um, yeah music I, I just wanted to um you know say that as a mom for me um watching your transformation from my little girl mm -hmm. to a beautiful wife and mother for our two beautiful grandchildren. Mm -hmm. I know that you were tempted a whole lot. <laughs> you were tempted by the people around you, the people in your life. You couldn't turn, you didn't have a safe place because you were trying to save everybody else. Everybody in school would go to Chelsea for their problems. Still and now, but I love it. That's why God put me on this earth. Right? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of talkers yeah. in this earth, not enough listeners. Mm -hmm. So I've always tried to be a listener. Yes. You know, even yes. though I can't talk everybody's ear off. Uh, yeah. Just, but, um. And I appreciate you and I appreciate that I you were you. strong. Well, look what I get it from. The two women next to me. Yeah, we're a strong yeah. group of women. We go through a lot. We've, We've been... had to be. Yeah. You can't just quit and give up. You mm -hmm. have to be strong. Yeah, you, you have... have to. And it's so Keep important, going. too, to find inner peace within yourself as well. Because, you know, it's nice to turn to people and know you're not alone. But at the same time, you have to be happy going to bed every day with yourself. Yeah. And having that peace within yourself and that's why you know um being an only child growing up i had a lot of time to myself yeah yes which i am grateful for looking back i had time to uh heal Learn yourself and process and heal and process and god knew what he was doing yeah by giving me one because we tried we tried to have more than one but God I don't knew. recommend more than two. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm just right? I'm kidding. I don't know what that life is like, <laughs> but I know what one who no, was equivalent it's... to ten. But um, I know what two is like. You know what two is like. Yeah. A girl, boy, and a girl. Yeah. And so. And it's now, a blessing. Now we pray for that generation and the temptation that that generation is going to have. Yeah. Because exactly. look at this twenty-year-old kid. Right now. Uh, round it up, I'm 30. Let's say 30. <laughs> no, that kid, your oh, friend. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I know. Your friend's Since he brother. was 14 years old. Because his family's all addicts, ex-addicts, meth heads. You know, terrible. And, and mm. she says to me, we had a conversation. Our brother's situation is very similar. Her uncle and her bro her brother are My very best similar. My friend's brother, yes. Yeah, Meg. Yeah, friend, family member. And she said to me, Nancy, my mom doesn't want him, 
and my dad doesn't want him. He's been in and out of rehab. He's been in and out of jail. My parents gave up on him and I cannot do that. She took him into her home. She has two small children. They are now seeing uncle withdraw, throwing up, sweating, shakes, nightmares, night terrors. You go through, that's why a lot of people don't want to withdraw. They'd rather be addicted because the withdrawal is so mm. bad. So we pray for those people who are in it right now. And like we know a, a mom, yes. Chelsea, who yes. we know a mom who her son is abusive to her. Mm. Yeah. And threatens to kill her. Oh my God. Gets her out of bed at night. What? Wakes her up out of bed and says, I'm going to kill you. Oh my goodness. And she's by herself with her husband in that house. They're old. They're Emma and Papa's age. Their son is a little bit younger than. I think and they don't want him to, like, they, they don't, don't want the cops or no. anything? That's, or? you know, no. that's, that's the, the, they are accepting this abuse. They don't understand that's an abuse. Yeah. Like, um, you know, the parents, what you're talking about, she took her brother. Yeah. I've been there. The parents did everything they could. Yeah. It comes to a point you have to draw a line. He's 20 years yes. old. Like we yeah. did. He's not a kid. He's 20 years old. We did we did try everything yeah. we did receive an at home so many times uh, when he broke his heel I don't know how many times would he jump on those mountains where did he came to our home yeah and the friends were going over there and give him drugs yeah dropping it off you know you gotta draw you gotta say no I tried boundaries. everything I want to I want to live boundaries. my life as a parent, yeah. you know, because that's the life they choose to be. Why do we have to live in that world still? We no. don't. Because that darkness within in them will seep its way. Yeah. And take as many people as it can. Oh, yeah. And that darkness wants it's, the darkness, wants dark people. You know? No, I mean, she, she took her brother. Yeah. I was, I've been there. I, I, yeah. I've been there but because. But she knows because her and I have open conversations about this because Bobby lived with us for a while now mm. and then. And I'm like, it's oh, very, very important that you have rules and boundaries. Mm -hmm. And if he doesn't follow them, then you do not carry that guilt on your conscience. No. You're like, giving him no. a roof over his head right now. Food. But that's her home. She has to have rules in that home. Because she's, she's the, the, the but ruler. She has I mean, to be the, the parent right now. She yeah. has to be the parent. And she works full time. As a three I and told a her, it's... this is my suggestion, and, and you know, if anybody out there is listening, and you have someone who's an addict living in your house right now, I've seen a lot of um, sober living houses throughout my mm. years, and in a sober living house, there is a calendar, there are chores, there are mm. things that those people living there need to accomplish before the day mm -hmm. is done. Mm -hmm. There is a chart. You clean the bathroom. You do this. You do that. You mm -hmm. do this. There is still trying to show accountability. You are. You want to stay here? This is what you do. Mm -hmm. And you. I told her, get a calendar. 
highlight different days, his schedule. I want you awake at this time, looking for a job. Look, I want to see applications. I want to see whatever. She's going through it. And she has her kids. And she has young kids. My goodness, that's very, that's not easy. And I just hope that And she comes to Chelsea with this now. So now Chelsea is counseling her, you know, well, giving your, like we do here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just, you know, open, open conversation. But you know what, Chelsea, you should, if you want to tell her. They have a lot of things online, online, yeah. Al-Anon groups, yeah. support groups that she can yeah. belong to yeah. and talk to people. She needs, I, that's interesting because I wrote a lot of things while we were on, we stopped. Yeah. The thing is, she cannot do this alone. No. Mm-hmm. She can't. She needs a support group. Mm-hmm. She needs uh to be, say, in the middle of the night or something, she can call whoever that group is, they have a 24, she can call that people, she can talk on that person right on that time. Uh, She cannot do that alone. I try to do it, a lot of people try to do it, but it's impossible impossible to do it alone. Uh, No. We've given, a lot of examples and people yes. uh, you know if you guys need to reach out and have someone to talk to if you want if you feel like you want to talk to Chelsea absolutely message me I will yes. give you her information mm-hmm. if you feel like you you are more in her generation of and can relate more to that um, she's always available as well when she's available. She's a mom, a busy mom, but <laughs> she does make time because we are here on this earth to serve yeah. others. Yes. Amen. And if we can't serve others... And to normalize struggles, yeah. to normalize pain, to normalize, hey, things aren't always perfect. No. But how can we make a solution from this? How can we grow from this? What do we need to do? You know, um, my husband always tells me, okay, that's the problem, but let's think of the solution. Mm-hmm. You know, always keep your mindset moving forward. How how can I fix this or how can I do right, this? Instead of just right. sitting and waiting for it to happen. Yeah. Yeah. You exactly. have to be proactive. Yes. 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 You have to be proactive, but also be okay. Educated. With, like I said, you know, at the end of the day, we're all responsible for ourselves and our, and, our, and our responsibilities. Amen. But everybody is their own person. Yeah. yeah, and all we can do is you know set boundaries, support, um, and not be abused. Exactly. Don't no. take abuse because may, no. this person d- no. works all day, doesn't want to come home and be abused by her twenty-year-old punk brother who thinks he's running her house. I just no way. She's trying, right? Like yeah. you did. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's kind of go into that a little bit. When you guys saw Bobby, what you did? You bought him clothes. You bought him a phone, you bought him shoes, you bought him all that. Yeah. What did he do with it? He sold it, you know. Three days later or four days later, he already had sold. So you know what? That's his conscience. I went to bed that night saying, hey, I saw my uncle in need and I did what God would have want me to do and that's give him a pair of shoes. Amen. You know, he sold it good for, you know, not good for him, but... 
once I gave that we to him, it had no terms. It was do what you will with it, but I know that I tried. Yeah. And that's why, you know, it's like. Yeah. Because see, the, the, the addict is the way they, they, they abuse you. Yeah. Right. They take advantage. That's what he did. Yeah. He took advantage. It doesn't mean that he doesn't not. I'm sweet. He loves us. He loves yes. his family. He loves you, Nessie, me. Yeah. You know, he loves it. But he's so into, he can't come out of it. No, it's he too just late. can't come out and of it. And that's how literally 90% of our entire family is, though, which yeah. is a whole other thing. Let's talk about Papa's side. We're not going to talk about that now, but that whole side of the family, They're also all addicts. Addicted. When yeah. I was a kid going over there, seeing them do lines, Drugs. seeing them shoot up. Yeah. This is such deep rooted in our family that it's like when she would go to Debbie's to play. It's with the mind kids. boggling to me. I mean, it's it's mind boggling yeah. to me. Yeah. No, but it's um, just um, it runs deep in our family, and that's why we are meant to speak about it because we've dealt with cousins, we've dealt with friends, we've dealt with yeah, you know, your son, your brother. We know a lot. We we still deal we know, with addiction. Exactly. We it's, still deal with know? addiction. Oh yeah. Still. For me, uh, I don't, I don't even like the taste of alcohol anymore. If I'm honest, um, I have it once in a while. I help other people. I love when other people drink. I say, have a drink for me. Hey, if you are in control, go be yeah. in control. The- yeah. The thing is, exactly. is the minute yeah. you lose control, that's it. Yeah. That's when you know You're you got to pull it back. Yep. And for me, I could drink whatever. It just doesn't appeal to me anymore. anymore. You know what I mean? But just hold cer- yourself accountable. Yeah, certain age groups they like to drink. They like to go have a good time. Hey, God bless you. Have fun. Be safe. No, but you can have. Yeah. You can have a drink. Yeah. You drink or two. Yeah. And and no, this is what I yeah. have enough. Yeah. I. I okay, when you don't know how to control yourself, yes. then it, then I feel like yeah. Then that means. That's a red light for an addiction yeah. to that. Yes. You need that. When you say, oh no, I already had three, but I need one more. Yeah. That's already addiction yeah. to there's, there's a difference between need and want. Because I believe addiction, there's a fine line between need and want. We want to have a drink because we're enjoying ourselves. Yeah. We're having a good time. We're that's yeah. But if you need it because you're shaking or because you're... Your body, your won't. body is craving yes. it. Yes, yes, that's that's another. That's a that, red light. That's a red flag. A red flag. Exactly. I think a red light. A red light. No, because I, you, I mean, stop. Yeah. No, no, because that, means, yeah. that that red. I know what I'm saying because when yeah. we, when we, I went to Merchant Corner weekends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the work with couples, you know. Th- they talk about red lights. Oh. Oh yeah, on I've your never relationship. Heard that. Oh yeah, we I learned because of mm. that. The red light in your relationship, there's a lot of red lights. I say, whoa, stop! Like yeah. they have an argument, a big argument, yeah. and and da, 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 da. and then one is already using you know words and things. That means okay, stop. Yeah, this yeah. is a red light. I need to stop. Hold yourself accountable. We can't we can't yeah. talk like this. So that's what I'm saying. It's like whoa. Yeah, I need to. I, I have to control this. So, yeah. So, um, we, we, uh, 
want to thank Chelsea, first of all, thank for being so our special I guest. I could talk about this topic I can't for believe like she's years. here. And you know, the <laughs> thing is, is that we like to keep people anonymous, but Chelsea wanted to come in and show who she was because she's part of this dynamic. She lived this. She's part of this caminada. She's in this caminada. She lives this caminada. We all do. Together. And we're all trying to be there for one another. And we'd like to thank um, Palma Media for having yep. this platform for us. You can listen to a coming out of the, on all podcast platforms. Spotify, Apple Play, Google Play, Stitcher, anywhere where you like to hear your favorite podcasts. Um, Chelsea, thank you. Any last words? Thank you all so much. I love your um, radio podcast voice. voice. It's mesmerizing. It's it's bringing it down. (laughs) I love it. Because people need to come down a little bit. My last words for this podcast. Number one, I'd love to be on again one day. Absolutely. Um, But I hope that you all have a beautiful two weeks and know that, again, you are not alone. You are loved and you are worthy. Amen. And, um... Yeah, and it just was a beautiful um, opportunity. If you have, this is a 24-hour, we like to mention in every episode of A Camilla, this is the drug addiction hotline number. There's someone there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It is, uh, just want to read that? Sure, yes. It is 1-800-662-4357. That is 1-800-662-4357. So yeah, six six two help, four three five seven. She's perfect. Okay. I was trying to write help. Oh, okay. that's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it, yeah. But no, six, thank six, you six, for doing this. And you know, it's it's um, we love it. We we find that it's healing for us. It is. And I know feel like Jesse, a weight lifted off. Yeah. I want to talk because when mommy share about her addiction, yeah. yeah. You know, and uh, I know you went through that too. Yeah, do yeah. you guys have any questions? I know we got to wrap up soon, but do you have any questions for me that you need me to answer about that? Yeah, or? I want to ask you yeah. if, um, what do you were thinking when mom was drinking? Because you've seen mom drink and mom, yeah. you drunk. know, uh, mom drunk. Because she shared that and she, she or dad could have had to make I you was, help me walk and you know. Well, this what was were before this was before Vava passing, mm-hmm. right? And before Nana and everything. I mean, I just thought I had a hot young mom who had a good time. <laughs> she had a good time, right? Yeah, she, you yeah. know, you I didn't was like, oh, I said my mom's cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but then as I grew up, um, she saw the after Vava date, I Vava passed away. I saw the pivot. And I saw and felt mom's um, past kind of coming up, if that makes sense, in life. Trauma. Like, uh, it was a trauma. trauma. So then um, other traumas came which you, up. Which you did not tell me any of that growing up. So when I was a teenager, I just thought, you know, oh, she's just drinking, blah, blah, blah. I didn't know the, uh, the pain behind it. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, I... But I always tell mom that's not your that's your story to tell, but that's not your journey anymore. No, that's done. So and you I'm know, completely um, open book with my daughter, and yeah. she oh, yeah. is with me. No, and I'm grateful for and that. And it was, you know, sometimes where you know, I mean, I don't know, I don't know. I never 
felt unsafe. I just, okay. I felt uh, just sad. Sometimes sad. I was waiting yeah. for that. I felt sad. Yeah. That that's what you felt like you needed to be able to live day to day life, yeah. and it hurt me. Yeah. Because you're know, such baby. an incredible person, Thank and. You. You know, the past doesn't define us, and both of you are loved and admired by me and admired by Nora and admired by everybody listening. So, no. We we have real human connections with people. This right here is a healing Healing. process. It's the triangle. Wait, how can we make a triangle, the three of us? One, two, three. There, there we go. go. Triangle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't have triangle. <laughs> you, you can't see, but you heard yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but it's you know. It's a it's a it's a long. We could sit here for two hours really and can. talk about uh, our our about everything struggles. And the thing is, sometimes I couldn't understand why. You know, like your dad used to drink. Why is drinking so much? Why you understand now? Mm, why can't you just say you no? Drink. You drink. Because you can't say no. You with that growing up, right? None no. of your family was see. Okay. So Vavu, your grand, great-grandfather, yeah. he drank wine. But not, yeah. But, but I never that's, seen him, you yeah. know. He was he working. Uh, yeah. I, I never seen... I had an uncle that he was every day drinking, okay. drinking. drinking yeah. But uh, we didn't live together. But we lived in the same town. But I knew he was drunk. But... I I never had that you know had to struggle with that. Oh my God, I'm drinking. Oh, I never had that craving. And I was I was See raised. See how it's genetic though. Yeah. Addiction is this way. This it, way. Is that yeah. You it didn't pass you, but it went to your son. Yes. From your Which, husband's genes yeah. because the addiction is so deep on dad's side. My uh, side, well, my side was that uncle that really drank I mean, bad. Yeah, but no drugs. Oh no, me. no drugs, no nothing like that. No, so no. those days. Yeah, where was the drugs on those days? We hope but you now guys... that makes you able to, you know, uh, kind of understand the logic behind it more, and that's yeah. why it's easy for people to come to you because you've done your research and you took advantage yes. of programs yes. and. Yes. Yes. Retreats. Yeah. I said on the yeah. beginning, so go to retreat oh, now yes. because Fuel. of the pandemic. But do something to heal yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, retreat. You know, do that. Yeah. It, it would. It helped me so much. It's so beneficial. Yes. And we're not here as experts. Or no, my goodness. We're not here <laughs> telling you how to run your your household or deal this with is your experiences. You These know. are just our. Um, our experiences and we're gonna um have mom read the serenity prayer in portuguese but before that um we'd like to say goodbye now yes and goodbye, um, bye. Bye. Chelsea you guys may be back in, in the next two weeks she oh, may no. be maybe here we'll pre-record it for the next episode yeah we can do it <laughs> we'll do an early we release an early <laughs> that's true maybe we can check in with you once a month maybe that would be beautiful and i would appreciate that yeah um so, you want to go ahead, Mom? Yes. Deus, concede-me a serenidade para aceitar as coisas que eu não posso modificar. A coragem para mudar as coisas que posso 
e sabedoria para saber a diferença. Amém. Bye, everybody. Beijinhos. Bye, beijinhos. God bless. Until next time, everybody. Until next time. From our house to yours. A big hug and beijinho. Bye.